What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast episode 19 for the week of January 8th, 2017. That is a big thing to be noted here, Josh. It's 2017. Dude, um, it's I, incredible. I am, I'm pretty excited. Um, and for those who didn't know, Josh Sermino is in the studio. I'm in the studio, finally, <laughs> at long last. I haven't done it's a podcast. Been, yeah. How long has it been since you've been... Since the last podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. Uh, so... Last podcast was Star Wars. So I know you were on it. <laughs> I know. I was just joking. So that was—I didn't catch that joke. It's late, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We're recording this podcast at ten twenty-two mm. p.m. We are so old. Eastern time. Uh, I just got done beating a game that we're going to talk about in a second, but not yet. Not um, yet. Uh, first, I have a few things we got to go through, um, just like a bunch of dumb stuff. So, uh, twenty-seven's here. Um, Josh, what are your resolutions? I want to know off the cuff right now. Did you make resolutions? I guess is the first question I should ask you. Um. Not uh, yeah, I mean, just some things I wanted that I already wanted. So did I you guess, make like a list of ones you wanted to do? Um, or are you too embarrassed to say them on the air? Uh, no, you know, I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to kind of get a new job, and that's kind of in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a new car. <laughs> I just want new things. You just want new things, but you know, they're adult things. But yeah, a job is definitely one that's like you know. You know, I need a new job. I, um, my my truck's a POS. I need to get that out of there. Uh, that uh, uh, back hitch handle sucks too. <laughs> yeah, Jake, because <laughs> some jackass broke it off. Jake broke my. Uh, that was me. I'm sorry. He broke my truck. Um, <laughs> and you know, I, I, that's pretty much it. I mean, just just more adult things. I don't know. Do you want to hear mine? No. Okay. No, I want to hear. Well, I'm gonna share. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So, uh, I try to keep mine attainable. And last year, uh, I was like resolutions are dumb i'm not doing it right right and then i read a stupid article on linkedin and this guy was like actually if you don't try to better yourself each year even though you might think they're stupid you're just kind of admitting to the fact or agreeing to the fact that this year is going to be just like last year and i was like well i don't want that to happen not that last year was terrible but it's just the same you want everyone's saying 2016 is terrible i don't think it was that terrible but this is gonna be a different year um, and so my resolutions were attainable and easy, but it's going to be, I only did three. It's going to be a, try to podcast at least two times a month. Okay. So not even bi-weekly. That's some month that's less than bi-weekly, um, which is a little embarrassing, but we'll probably hit more than that because things happen. Um, Hell yeah. That's the Hell hope. Yeah. Um, and then I want to work out at least twice a week. Mm, get that physique. Yeah, get back. Get those biceps nice, nice and big. Yeah, get them out, rounded out there. Get uh, flexing for so, the ladies. So strong. Yeah, uh, yeah, ladies love it. Wife loves it. Um, and then the last one, I'm going to try to do like one project a month. Like uh, and that could be a written piece or like a man job. Ooh, love so, man jobs. Like a desk or you already uh, you already did that. So so yeah. Uh, newsflash, audience. In case you didn't know, I have a new sweet podcast desk that we are using for the first time. Mm, um, it's so woody and <laughs> le- has wood and legs. I don't even know if it's even a real real wood. I think it's uh it's particle board. It might sound like real wood. Mm, I mean, it supports the microphones, <laughs> so. It does the it's, job. It's fine. And there's a hole in the middle. I drilled this hole in the middle of the desk. Look oh my gosh, a jigsaw. Uh no, uh it's actually just like a weird whole whole uh <laughs> bit that you can buy. Oh yeah, it is a, it's a little it's a little small for a jigsaw. Um just talking about manly things, don't worry about our yeah. audience. Yeah, jigsaws, yeah, whole drills. Okay. Um so anyways, that's uh that's uh, my resolutions. Um Those are pretty attainable. Yeah. You you know. Um speaking of attainable, what was your favorite game in 2016? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not even remotely related. Probably I'm trying to remember everything I played. Um, come on, man. Let's see. You should just know. Yeah, I just don't have favorites of, of, of most things. What'd you play the most of? Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, but that's not my favorite. It's just an easy thing you to play. It's an like easy it. thing to just open up and just start playing. Would you say The Last Guardian was your favorite? Story wise, yes, The Last Guardian was my favorite. What else did I play? Um, did I get my PS4 this year or was it last year? No, I got it last year. Uh, yeah, your PS4, yeah. I got it last fall. Do you get it used? Uh, yeah. Smart man. Um, I think the first game I had on it was Uncharted, but that I played that last year. Uncharted four. Uncharted four. Oh, starting off strong. Um, I think mine for 2016 would be Uncharted four, probably. Yeah. The game, the game that I like the most. 
Because that came out in 2016. Oh, it came out in 2016? Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't... <laughs> I don't feel like Uncharted's my favorite. I just can't think of everything I played. I'm playing The Witcher a lot. Witcher is pretty great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. That's I really boring. Turns out 2016 wasn't a good year for games. A, Josh and I didn't have any favorites. Um, so anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a listener of this podcast, uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. Uh, that is how we get the name out and we get things rolling better for us. Uh, we are going to be working more on SEO and getting getting that all figured out, uh, hopefully by the start of this month into next month. Um, but yeah, if you listen to this podcast and uh, you are my friend um, or anybody's friend on this podcast, you better do us a damn favor and get out there and you know d- do what you need to do. Please, we have no money. <laughs> we need help. Uh, we are at 220-something monthly subscribers which Ooh, is do we get any more reviews p dope uh, i haven't checked recently um so i'm sorry i don't have my what is p dope uh, oh pretty dope, pretty okay. dope. Okay. i don't have my phone in front of me either so i don't i can't even look at it if we have to like look up a fact we're gonna be screwed because i don't have my phone on yeah me. my phone's about to die so oh gosh this is gonna be a horrible like podcast. i said we are we need some help <laughs> uh so anyways yeah go out there and do that um and uh be on the lookout for just some more changes happening here i'll announce them as we release more podcasts but um I'm pretty excited about this week because the Switch is coming out, or with more news. And I, don't, I know you don't care about the Switch at all, Josh. But dude, I'm Nintendo can it. really just <laughs> keep doing what they're doing because I'm proud of them. <sighs> You're the worst. But I'm not. You know, I'm just not a. That's such a blanket statement. I'm keep just, doing what they're doing. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It means I don't care. <laughs> I know it's about it the Nintendo. You can talk about Nintendo with your Nintendo podcast boys. I will. That sounds scary. <laughs> You have such a good voice, Jake. Has anyone told you that? <laughs> Has anyone told you your voice I is was phenomenal? Told today that I should do uh, some voice work for the Chattanooga Football Club. Oh my gosh, that would be so the streaming version. It's like smooth as dark chocolate eee. on a hot summer's day. That's all. It's melted and gross. Yeah, so and creamy, <laughs> soupy. Oh would, you, would you describe my voice as soupy? Oh, chunky soupy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Campbell's uh, chunky. Today's drink of the show brought to you by water. Brought to you the by the Chattanooga water plant, mm. or whatever they're actually called, wastewater treatment plants. Yeah, waste tr- uh, wastewater treatment facility. Bringing us the fresh H two O that we can drink from the faucet, but mm. I also pour into a Brita filter and then I pour into my glass mm. with no ice cubes. That way, when I drink out of it, it doesn't make any noise. Ice cubes ain't right. <laughs> There ain't nothing right about those little damn air, damn ice cubes, right? Well, all that being said, I think we should jump into the podcast. Let's jump into it. What are we talking about again? Oh, I don't know. Maybe The Last Guardian. <gasps> oh, shit. Seven. Um, How many years in the making? Uh, no, no. Nine? Eleven. Uh, I would say I think it's close to ten years. Um, again, I don't have my phone in front of me, so I can't research this for you. Nor do I even know the name of the actual developer. So please forgive me. Isn't it? No, I don't want to say it. Team, isn't it Team Ico? Isn't uh, it could be Team Ico. Whatever. It's the guys that made Ico and Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. And I'm pretty sure a, it's Team Ico, but I will you look check. it up on your internet device. Uh, so just for the audience um, who doesn't know, this game has been in development for 10 years, meaning that people have been working on this game pretty much since the PS2 was about to end. Completely skipped PS3 and then just recently launched on the PS4. So this game was supposed to come out a long time ago. Got stuck in development, got delayed, got delayed, got delayed, went blank. We didn't hear about it for a long time. And then just recently they released it on PS4, and we were able to finally play it. Uh, Josh got it. You got it in early December when it came out, December I got 8th. It, I got it the night it came out. Yeah, I, Josh is a big fan of Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I love Shadow of the Colossus. I like Ico too. Um, and I, I was staying up late, and I was like, you know... I should probably just, I'll just go out tomorrow and buy it after work. And then it was like 11.30, 11.45 p.m. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to buy it and download it and play it right now. And that's what I oh, did. Oh, so you downloaded it and played it. I downloaded it and played it for about two hours. Oh. And I was like, I'm satisfied. I'm going to bed. Do you regret your decision on downloading it now that you have pretty The much only reason I regret it <laughs> is because I want other people to play it. You can't share it with them. And it does have mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Not critically like by actual um reviewers like yeah video game reviewers but you know just pe- people talk and people are very salty about 
the controls and the camera and I'm one of those people. You are. I, I mean, I am too a little bit. And so now I have friends who don't want to necessarily go buy out, go out and play it and buy it. And so if you have it, you're like, so hey, if just I had it, I could just let them borrow it's it. It's free. Stop being a baby and just play it. And yeah. Tell me what you think. Well, that was me. I had to wait till Christmas because Brock got it for me, but uh, I had to wait. Yeah. But I got it. And I just literally, like right before this podcast, we started recording this podcast, I beat the game. So I am fresh off it. Josh watched me finish that last half, so he's fresh off of it. And mm. we are here to talk about everything The Last Guardian. This will probably end up being a bit shorter of a podcast. We don't have a um, a, a for sure outline in front of us. We kind of are just going to be off the cuff about this. But we'll talk about a few things. Um, so oh, yeah, give us originally it was Team Ico, but then... It switched over to Gen Design and SIE Japan Studio to develop the game. So it was originally Team Ico. I don't know what happened. Sony to Team Interactive Ico. Entertainment. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this 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 was in, in developer hell. Uh, I mean, there was so many stupid things that happened in this game, which is also what makes it a bit more interesting. Actually, I you kind of while playing through the game, I also was thinking about like the the team on it i was like man like they i you can you can physically see in the game when it's it there's like parts where it looks like it's a ps3 game or ps2 game yeah and then there's parts where it looks like a ps4 game i agree with that completely <laughs> the they did a lot of focus on uh your cat bird dog trico who's, bird dog. who's your companion in the game um he's an ai animal so you have to rely yeah. on him a lot which for, is frustrating. for the for the audience josh why don't you go ahead and give him a, just a brief synopsis of what the last guardian is so you're a little boy. It's it's a more if you've played Ico, Ico is the original game from these developers. They are no way officially related um, between Ico, Shadow of the Colossus, I was hoping they would be. Okay, and cool. Last Guardian. They're not officially related, but they're very similar in style and gameplay. Um, so in Ico, you're a boy stuck in a castle and you're trying to help this little girl escape the castle. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, you are a warrior who comes into a forbidden land to wake up a princess, sort of, <laughs> and, and, kill all and the you have to kill all these giant monsters. It's super fun. You should play it if you have not played it. It's one of the best games on the PS2. <laughs> one and, of the best games on the PS2. It's been, it's been a hot minute. And Last Guardian is more like Ico. Um, you're a boy kind of in this in these ruins, and you're trying to escape. But you, when you wake up, you just wake up in the ruins in the beginning of the game. And when you wake up, there's a creature with you. It's this giant hybrid of a cat. I believe it's technically a cat and a bird. Cat, bird. Um, a dog with a little like, bit, with too. With like a dog face, sort yeah, of. but it has a beak. Yeah. Anyway, you help it get unchained, beak and then mouth. it kind of becomes your companion, and you have to rely on it a lot. You don't control it officially in any way. You can convince it to do things eventually with commands, but it, it doesn't always listen to you because it is. They do treat it. They coded it like an animal, so it learns to trust you. Do you but think it they coded do. it like an animal? Do you think that was intentional? I think there's like certain aspects of this game. So, like Josh was saying, I guess to give this context, the entire game is basically set around you working with this giant cat dog animal cat dog bird animal to um solve puzzles you're you're using its height and strength and whatever else to be able to traverse across this giant ruin that yeah. you you landed in um and you're trying to figure out what the heck's going on and so you encounter another bird dog throughout the game and these weird little like light soldiers spoilers and, and um yeah by the way this podcast is full of spoilers we oh. are going to be telling you everything about the game if you haven't played it I would say go ahead and come back to it later when yeah. you have played the game. Unless you don't think you're ever going to play it, and then and we'll you tell just you want to hear about it. about it, and that's what we're going to do for you. So, <sighs> I guess let's just let's just kind of try to structure this a little bit. So, <laughs> let's just jump to the first thing that jumps in my head, which is gameplay. Um, I hated how this game played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's. I immediately I started playing it and kind of uh, got on Reddit the next day and looked, and people were just tearing it apart and i was and i had some issues but i was just kind of too focused and excited to play the game to really pay attention at first it's it's unacceptable to play a game in 2016 where <laughs> the freaking jump button is triangle okay that was that was the first indicator that they fucked up i was like all right i was yeah. like why am i pushing triangle to jump right now i don't think i really i, I feel like 
They what c- is it usually X? Yes, it's always X. It's always X for Java. And you, what they could have done is given you an option. Not in The Witcher. They could have given you an option to map your controls. Like, yeah. oh, you know what? You know what? I don't like the way that feels. I'm going to switch this back to yeah, X. You don't really get any options no, in this game. No, there's no options. You're playing exactly how they made it because it's a piece of crap game as far as well, mechanics go. Okay, yeah. For, as far as mechanics, it is definitely not good. It is booty. I have not played. At all. Look, Josh, you're, you're giving us some slack here. I know. Have you played a worse controlling game this year? <laughs> no, you haven't. No, but I can't even think of my favorite uh, game, so who knows? If you guys want to know what it feels like, it is like you went back in time and you're playing a terrible PS2 game. <laughs> but if you really think about it, Shadow of the Colossus has really bad controls. It does. So and that they're hard and difficult, but that game is f***ing awesome. <laughs> but it doesn't excuse it. Like That was excusable in, in, in whatever the year PlayStation 2 died. <laughs> But because because that was forever ago, we've come so far. Xbox 360 happened, and the like first person shooter like took off, and con- camera controls were like a thing that you didn't have to worry about. Okay, talk talk more. What do you mean? Okay, so so triangle jump, <sighs> boohoo. Controls that's, are that's dumb. easy to get used to. Uh, camera controls are real shitty uh, in the sense that like it kind of you have to use the right analog stick to control the camera, but sometimes it does its own thing when it wants to, and then you're, st- you're stuck in a cave or like a, a narrow hallway, and you literally can't see what's going on. All yes. you see is So, numbers. So Trico is big. <laughs> he is very, very big, like Clifford. Yes, the big Clifford, red the dog. big, dumb flying dog. And he, But he can also fit in very small spaces with you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in a small space, that camera just freaks out. Yeah, and, and just like so zooms annoying. in on his feathers, on his butthole. <laughs> Uh, and you or just the wall. You're basically looking at a feathery mess for a, a short amount of time. And now, granted, if you've played any game, you know you just you wiggle the camera around until you figure out what the hell you're even looking at. You can you can progress, but it's just like it happens so frequently and so often. You're like, what the? And fuck you is know, going I'm not on? trying to make excuses, but if you were in a cave with a big bird dog, it'd might be hard be, to see in real life. It'd also, be hard, to, hard to see. But don't. What are you doing with these wires? Get these out of your hands. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, a game is not real life. But they, I feel like they did try to make it kind of realistic and difficult. Yes. As far as controls go, yes, it is difficult. When people complain about telling him, getting him to do what they want him to do, I kind of had some difficulty with it, but mm. I didn't struggle as much as people. Yeah, there was only sh- a few kind of instances for me where I was like, I was, I was screaming at the TV because I was so <laughs> mad at the fucking dog, and like it, it worked for it worked for the first like couple hours of the game where i was like oh this is cute because he's like a little dog and he doesn't understand and he's just trying to like i'm trying to make him do stuff that he doesn't know how to do much like you'd raise your your normal dog you can't just expect Mm -hmm. him to know how to climb on top of things um but when the puzzle is solely based around it so my example is the water temple you get to a spot where you have to make the dog dive underwater Mm -hmm. right and the puzzle itself very simple you swim under the water you pull the switch you go to the next room or you dive underwater, go to the next room. And then the second one, same exact concept. But what had happened is I swam up underneath the thing first, tried to climb the ladder. And normally in this game, if you walk up to a ladder, you mean it latch onto it and start climbing. You had to press X, don't you? You had to press circle. circle. They, they decided triangle wasn't the button you normally, because triangle is <laughs> what you are supposed to push. Like you can jump onto the ladder and climb it. But I was sitting in the water. I was like, what the fuck? Get on the ladder. Cause it was like right there. And I was like, yeah, ah, I got Yeah, s- but so okay, but see, so I eventually figured it out. I was like, "Hey, whatever. Circle. That's the button it pushed there. Whatever. I'm on a ladder. I, I pulled it down and then um it comes time to make Trico dive under the water." Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I I get on Trico and I do the I pet him and I jump up and down and I tell him to I, I look down at the hole and I tell him to go into the hole that's under the water. Mm-hmm. Any he, reasonable and, animal animal would know what to do. And he does it. And he does it the first time. But he gets right into the hole, and then he says, no, f- that. I'm turning around. I'm not going to go in the <laughs> hole. He, and, it, and it did that four times. I'm not even kidding you. Four times it did that. And, it, and it's, it's not like a simple process to like make him go back into the water. Like He like gets out of the f- water, and he walks up on top of the rocks again, and he looks at you like an idiot, and you tell him to get back in the water. You get on his back. You try to make him dive again. And he sits there and like swims around and wades and looks at you and looks and turns around and like, oh. That is hilarious because I did not struggle in that way at that part. Well, and what I found out is the reason he was turning around is because I so I was under the impression I was like, okay, dive in this game for the the boy is X. I need to hold down X to make him dive. Same for Trico. No, apparently not. If you if you touch any buttons when he's doing the animation of the dive, he'll think that you want to do something else still, and he will he'll turn back around. Interesting. 
So I guess they put right, that. Were you not? So you're holding on to him when he dives because he goes deep. Holding on to what him. What would X do? Let it go? Uh, no, X is just a command when you're on his back that like pats him or does something stupid. Uh, but if you touch, if you touch any button when that when that action is happening, the game thinks that you don't want to go under the water yet, and then so he'll go like almost into the hole and then turn around. So you're pressing a button like so right you, at that critical moment. I'm pushing the entire time because I'm like, I need to dive here, and he did it four times in a row. And finally, I was like, what the? Fuck? So I pushed the button. I pushed it. He started diving. I didn't touch anything, and he finally went through. And I was like, that is why it was not working. It's because I was pushing a button that I shouldn't have been pushing. So for me in that instance, <sighs> I'm going to murder somebody. By the way, the circle thing, <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't matter, and you're going to complain about it no matter what. But, you know, he's, he grabs onto the ladder with circle. That's how he pulls down levers. you got to press circle. Yeah, levers. You yeah, pull down levers. Yeah, that's what he does to grab things. And you pick up you, helmets. And grab ladders. No, no. In every other instance in this game, when you find a ladder... All you do is walk up to it and he starts climbing, or you push triangle and you can jump onto it. But that those were two buttons that I could not. I don't push remember. To get a I don't ladder. remember. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. I don't remember just walking up to ladders. I thought you, you had can to press literally something. walk up to it and he just gets on it. <laughs> Maybe well, you're pressing buttons all the time. Maybe you were pressing a button. You would imagine that I would have pushed circle once when I was in front of the ladder, but apparently it didn't work. So I don't know. I so was... so when it comes back to the diving, I think you would watch me play this part. So. I saw you do it. I dived first myself, and then he dived after me, and then I was grabbing onto him, <laughs> trying to, which like, was probably not the right way to do it because it took me forever to grab onto him because he would di- underwater. He yeah. would dive past me. Oh. I missed him, and so I just kept retrying it, and I got really pissed. So it was probably the wrong way to do it, but I eventually did it a couple yeah. times in a row, and it yeah. worked. But part of me, so part of me is like, okay, I need to swallow my pride and understand that maybe I'm not the best, and like I just didn't understand this part or like i'm bad at puzzles but there was no part where i was like legitimately stumped for more than like five minutes it was the the other 20 minutes on a puzzle was me getting oh. fucking dog to do the thing that i wanted to do i'm like i know we need to go i see the ladder up there i need you to jump onto this and jump onto this but like you have to do it in a very specific way every time and that's what bothers me it's like when you had to do a stupid like microsoft excel quiz in school yeah and if you didn't do it exactly how they did it, you got the question wrong. And I was like, this is stupid. I was like, I got this exact same result in a much faster and better way. But you are, you're limiting me to only doing it this specific way. And I was like, mm, I dumb. I only got stumped near the beginning for like 30 minutes <laughs> when... When you're trying to hand him the barrel and he won't eat it? <laughs> no, when he... When you like walk down, when you f- push the the first thing, the first like cart off the railway, and mm-hmm. it like breaks, yeah, and like you almost fall off, <laughs> and then you have to like he has to yes. jump across a gap, and you're like you had to like climb down a little building, and he's standing on top of the building, and then he wouldn't jump down. <laughs> I tried, I pressed buttons, he wouldn't do anything, and eventually, like thirty minutes later, he just like randomly came down and jumped. That um. And then I jumped to his tail and I missed and I died. <laughs> and I, I feel like and this I turned en- the game off. I feel like this entire game is like that. This that is like your the feat is actually getting this stupid dog to do what you wanted to do. You're like, yeah. finally I'm out of the freaking puzzle. I I want to curse so much during this podcast. I'm gonna try and not curse as much because this clearly it shows how frustrating this game was to me. Um so controls, bad. controls, camera, and faulty AI slash like just finicky ai i wouldn't even say faulty the ai is yeah. fine it's just finicky it's like it has to be very exact to how you, they want you to do it yeah when it's I like agree. that's kind of dumb because i know exactly what i need to do but i was pushing a button that i shouldn't have been and i apparently is there another ai that's ever been like this that you can think of no because that you have to rely on the game's not dependent but beyond like ico is what i'm thinking of immediately but like no i mean like uh i was thinking of like other examples where like the AI would have been frustrating, but like, you know, the last of us, Ellie was always funny because like you'd be trying to hide from people and then she would just be like sprinting back and forth. Like, yeah. Doing dumb, oh. but it didn't affect the game because <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't want, they only cared about seeing, they you. didn't want the faulty AI to be the reason for you being seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So not on the top of my head, but anyways, regardless, I, those, those, those are my biggest gripes. Honestly, I think that that really is it. Um, um, we, so, can, we can kind of start talking about the cool stuff now, or if you want to. Well, or. so I I don't feel like I'm big. I don't have a really big issue with the controls because I feel like every game I play just has different controls, no matter what it really is. Yeah. Like just little things. 
And so it doesn't bother me when triangles jump or circles grab or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I don't have an issue with it, but I do understand why people do <laughs> get really pissed off. I haven't, about it. I haven't read any of the stuff yet that people are saying about it. Um, it's very fun to read, but it, like critically it has really good reviews. Yeah. It's, um, it's, I think we can kind of start, we can roll into it now if you want to, but like, I mean, I just, this game is very unique. Um, being in development for so long and releasing now, um, yeah. I, I saw someone uh, who who was talking about it, and they were just like, "I I didn't expect to like this game um, because you know it was such a dated game, but it turns out that you know they were able to create a game that fit right in with 2016, or like right in with something that I didn't know I wanted." Yeah, you know, um, and I thought that was I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, cool. So this guy had like a pretty favorable review on The Last Guardian, um, but like the storyline itself, I think is great. Um, yeah, I think what what saves the controls and the camera and the AI is your love <laughs> for mm-hmm. Trico. Like you get pissed at him, but it's kind of like raising a dog. It's like literally yeah, like raising like, the dog through all the I stages. Get, of I puppy. got very upset with my dog two yeah. nights ago because he chewed up some of my records. Oh, I hate <laughs> and that. And so I much. was so pissed, <laughs> but I love my dog. Yeah, still. And so I think the story is incredible, and it saves face. Yeah, when it comes to comparing it like to the controls and everything, but. The game shines. Like the game yeah. totally shines when you you hit those moments of like beauty where uh, you you see the emotion of the dog, or you see the emotion of the the boy towards Trico, um, and like just like a few like um, really cool like vistas that like you guys like walk upon. Like you'll pop yeah. out and there's like this giant vista you can just look at, and your dog's just sitting there looking at you like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah, like when you first nice. leave the cave. Yeah. And you're just like in this courtyard, this destroyed courtyard, but the mm-hmm. trees are super green. It's windy. A lot of like butterflies floating around and stuff. It's really pretty it's outside awesome. and sunny. It's awesome. Yeah. The the game is stunning in like very like uh, a very specific way, I guess. Um like I wouldn't say it's like graphically like mind blowing. No. Um there was like nothing in the game where I was like, That's gorgeous. Um, but the art is what is uh, really like pretty to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's what's interesting and me and Jake I mean, we were talking about this one. He was I was watching him play. So Trico is very detailed, his feathers, mm-hmm. um, just the way That's he looks. They thing. they focused a lot on making him look really good. The people look weird. They look really bad. They are <laughs> very cartoony compared to the rest of the game. They shine brightly compared yeah. to the yeah. Such it's just, such it's weird. weird. Uh, it it re- it really shows like the development stuff that they had to go through. Like I think they were just like. To make this game run effectively, we can't have both the human and the dog. Yeah. Because I guess they that probably was what it was. They spent most of the processing power on, like, Trico's feathers moving individually and all the stuff that he can do by himself. Yeah. And they're like, if we have that happening in in congruence with what the kid's doing, it's gonna the game's going to, like, just go so slow and be so crazy. So they probably had to literally just change the human... Um, yeah, his face is just completely smooth. He literally looks like a, like a doll. Like the yeah. humans look like dolls essentially in this game. With like tattoos all over. Yeah, him. with tattoos. And like uh, w- do, do you remember the scene where he gets wet where he like he jumps in the water and he he like hops out of the water? <clears throat> I don't remember specifically. When the, when they get wet it looks even it looks even worse. Really? <clears throat> it basically looks like he's like a baby doll and just threw it in the water and it came back out. <laughs> so at what point did you just take a step back and be like all right, what am I? What is this? Like, I'm, I'm feeling something, wh- whether it's bad or good. It was when it was. Re- it was. Like, this was actually like probably halfway through the game when this happened. But the uh, when you, uh, I can't remember if this is before or after. This is. Uh, I think this is directly after the dog swallows you for the second time. There's a super long flashback, and it shows how he got abducted by the dog. Yeah, from the village, and then it jumps back to real time where the dog's trying to wake you because you're unconscious. Oof, that's when it got me. That scene. So, so there's a scene where the dog swallows you for some reason. It's we'll get to it later, but uh, it cuts to a flashback. You're a little boy in a village sleeping. It looks like an orphanage of sorts. You're sleeping mm-hmm. with a bunch of boys, 
and Trico flies into the village at night, has armor all over him, mm-hmm. and he sticks his head in the window, swallows you whole, and then takes the, takes flies you back to uh, the to valley, the, to the valley, the ruins that you're in, and he gets hit by lightning. So uh, then he actually can't complete his mission, which. Let's just go ahead and just just get this whole story arc out of the way. So just to make it make sense, so these giant trichos, these these bird dog cat things, they abduct humans to then. I ta- think it's specifically <clears throat> children. Yeah, probably yeah, probably children. <clears throat> Takes them to then drop them off in this this ruins area uh, where there's this like master brain machine thing that controls all of them via these sound waves. Mm-hmm. And it uh, basically is commanding them to take these humans, put them into this bird mouth feeder. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so dumb when <clears> you <throat> say it like this. And uh, then when he puts the the humans, I guess we are assuming gets they get transferred into this energy that is then fueling these weird like ghost human energy things that kind of pursue you throughout the game that try to abduct you and take you into the same. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah. Um, and then also they it spits out a barrel for these for these dog birds to eat. <laughs> yeah, so throughout the throughout the game you're feeding, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> throughout the game you're feeding your your companion these blue glowing barrels to kind of help energize them and keep them going. And in the end, kind of near the end, the last cutscene you see a human get put into this feeder and it spits out a barrel. Yep. So the entire time I guess you've been were feeding, you feeding the the. Were you feeding your companion children or energy or what? Is we- it's really interesting. Or and, weird goo that the thing spits out. Um, we don't know. <clears throat> and so they are somehow this this brain thing, machine thing, just <laughs> controls the all these all these bird dogs. They all the bird dogs have like helmets on, and that's it, that's what keeps them. Controlled. And that's what keeps them <clears throat> controlled. So when Trico is taking you back to. To the, no doubt to the ruins to turn you into a barrel yeah <laughs> he gets struck by lightning and it knocks his helmet off and then and so then he is cognizant they're cognizant of the entire rest yeah of the game. and so he becomes kind of like a normal animal and yeah becomes your friend and that's how you and trico become buds so that gives the whole game context i guess as far yeah. as like what is going on so that's what happens in the cutscene. um explains how he got picked up and then right after that the boy's unconscious and then you see the dog for the first time actually care for like well i mean he he cares for the human but like so he swallows you cutscene happens shows how you got there and then it cuts back to real time he barfs you back up (laughs) because we don't know why he even it's just weird and he you you don't wake your character doesn't wake up and your trico just Picks you up, nudges you around. You're swinging in his mouth. He's trying to like. Physics. He's trying to wake you up, and you're just like, "This is Ooh. so sad." I know it's so sad. Like it's like if you died right now in your house, and your dog was just like nudging you, trying to trying wake to you wake up, you back up. It's and like it's, no oh. one's in the house. It's just you and your dead body and the dog. It's like any famous like Disney scene, like Lion King when Mufasa dies and Simba's like nudging his dad to try and wake him up. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't understand that he's dead and he's like, "What the heck are you doing?" It, it was is, yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking. It is very sad. And I remember <laughs> there was water around mm-hmm. when I, I was walking around before this all happened, and I was like, "Throw my body in the water, wake me up, <laughs> do it, do it, Trico." And that's what he does. He throws you in a puddle and you wake up. Um, but uh. Yeah, that was probably the most emotional. That was the yeah. That's the, where I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna be sad." Whatever happens, the end of the game, honestly, not that emotional. Really? No, I disagree wholeheartedly. <clears throat> oh. I was very emotional. <laughs> My wife was watching me play, and it's a very intense ending, and there's a lot of violence. And maybe it's because you're here that I couldn't take it as seriously. If I was by myself, maybe it'd be different. Yeah. But what also gets me is the music sometimes too. So like in the one the scene that I was talking about, like there's like piano music in the background and like, you know, it's just this very small, quiet scene and you're like, Oh, it's so sad. Whereas the end one's like super intense and you're like, What the f- is going on? I'm like gonna laser blast this brain with this fan, this giant enemy fan with the Yeah, another tail. another interesting aspect <clears throat> of the game, there's a shield that you have and it kind of reflects light and you can shine this light on different objects. And Trico has a tail. A laser tail. And at the end of the tail is like a glowing 
and and it shoots lasers at or electricity or lightning <laughs> at whatever you're pointing the shield light at. If so, you're trying to describe this game, it really literally makes no sense. <laughs> sounds ridiculous. It is the dumbest sounding game ever. That's like that's the only weapon, uh, quote unquote weapon in the game. This uh, his tail. Um, so you can use the tail. Anyway, the ending is <laughs> crazy and fast paced and you. I, how, how I mean, you, I mean the ver- what I'm saying is the very, very end. I where they like actually give the, the cutscene. I think the cutscene's fine. Yeah, like when he, I think ta- the when he takes you back sequence. to the village, yeah. and then after credits. Yeah, that that part was emotional. I'm talking like the end, like resolution, the bo- the boss battle where you're just like finding all these other tricos, and your trico's getting his tail pulled off and his oh. feet gnawed on. I didn't like it. It was sad, was man. Like, Shit. Yeah, you feel bad it's for him. It's bad, but, but you you kind of just gotta. Let's see what see what my I kind of wish it gave you a time limit on that part because that would have been more stressful. It would have been so much more stressful. You'd have been like, "What do I do? What do I do? What do yeah, I do?" You could, or like a health bar, like a health bar, like you can see Ooh. his health going down. And you're like, "Oh shit, I gotta go!" And they um, rip his throat <clears> out and make you watch over and over again until you figure out how to do it. Oh, that'd be so awesome. It'd be terrible. Um, or the game just over. It, your PlayStation blows up. That's the end of the game. <laughs> Congratulations. So that's. Uh, you you spurred something interesting. In my and that was I wanted to talk about for a second. Um, yeah. So so the reason I didn't think the end resolution was that intense, like when he was getting his tail pulled off slash eaten alive by his birds, it's like my dog's been in like twenty times worse scenarios like this, where he has like eighty spears stuck in him and he has fallen like twenty feet or not like two two thousand feet. And That's landed, true. And he's fine. And That's very like, true. Him falling off a cliff. <laughs> When he gets Mufasa, Gosh. he literally gets Mufasa. He gets Mufasa, the f- other bird dog. He's the like other about bird to get dog out. He's like, like nah, peace. throws him off the cliff, and you're like, that's a long drop. And then, yeah, I don't even know how the boy's alive in that scenario because he's literally hanging by his throat. Dude, Trico hooked him up. It's fine, man. He landed on Trico's neck. <laughs> no, I'm saying the way he's hanging on the tree looks like he's just been hung. Oh, the part where you wake up and you're yeah, stuck in the tree. He looked, yeah, he just looked dead to me. But. Yeah, he was hanging from his neck. You're right. No Trico, reason. Trico is resilient and unrealistically <laughs> resilient AF. Strong. Yes. Resilient AF AI. You know. Yeah. Not what saying. is AI? Oh, oh, that's so stupid. Artificial intelligence. That's so stupid. Um. So. Yes. So, what was your, what was like the most emotional moment for you? I guess. Sorry, we went on a long tangent on that one. Um. That was so. You know. Trico trying to wake up. Um, I don't. I don't know his name. What's his name? Does he have a name? No the one boy? knows the boy's name. Tattoo boy. He has tattoos Tattoo all over boy. him for some reason. We'll call him Tattoo Boy. Um, trying to wake up Tattoo Boy. That's pretty pretty rough because you're like, oh, I would hate for this to happen to my dog. If you don't yeah. have a dog, you know, you're not a real person. So get a dog. Yeah. Well, and, and that's like the most. That's like the other times you feel the most emotion. I feel like is when your dog's getting hurt. You yeah. see spears and I'm like, motherfucker, stop throwing spears at my dog. Yeah. When Jake says he's not talking about his real dog, he's talking about Trico. Yeah, Trico, sorry. In the game. I don't throw Jake. spears at my dog. <laughs> you just you just shoot nerf guns at him. You do that. I don't do that. Um Yeah, also throughout the game, you're encountering these armored beings who try to take you through who try to kidnap you. These I'm not white, gonna I'm not gonna overexplain these it. White doors that are <laughs> they try to kidnap you and fight Trico at the same time they, they, they throw spears at him and he fights them and gets upset so your job as his companion is to climb on his body and remove the spears pat him on the head until he calms down after the battle tell him it's going to be okay and then you also can crawl down to where the spears were and pull him out pull him out and then rub the blood off of his feathers which we didn't know until we saw someone else do it yeah um. so there's a lot of get- things in this game I don't know how some people figured these things out but if you do those things, he's supposed to be probably more compliant with your commands. I don't. I call bullshit. Um, that's what I imagine. <laughs> I call bullshit. But there's no way to really tell. There's no way to tell because the game's horribly made. <laughs> um, so what were we talking about? You said the most emotional moment for you was that was it just no. The most emotional was the end, the very end when, um, after the end. Resolution sort of Trico flies you back to your village because he's not in control. He's in control and he's just like, and he's very injured. Yeah. And he just wants to get you back safe. And he land, he like crash lands in the middle of the village and like everyone surrounds Trico with spears. Mm-hmm. And they take, and he's, he's freaking out. He, yeah. They take you away and he's just like freaking out. 
and you have to kind of yell Tell at him, him yell, yell at him to leave. And it's, then, a, it's, a, it's a very, uh, it's a very. Uh, there's a lot of times in the end, in the last like 30, 45 minutes of the game, you're like, Trico's going to die right here. Yeah. Trico's going to die. I was really expecting him to be speared to death by the humans, and I was like, that's yeah. going to suck some real So big. Trico does fly away, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And he's fine. And he's fine. He flies away, and then roll credits. And that part was like, <laughs> he got away, thank goodness. I would have been so upset if he died. I was really surprised he didn't die. I was extremely surprised because I was it like, have been more impactful. I feel like, yeah, but he didn't die, so whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, and then I get you know the very, very, very end of the game. Um, Ooh, can I talk about it? I love it. Okay. I love. <clears throat> so the opening sequence of the game, the menu screen, has the shield that Josh was talking about that you can shine light on things in the game to make trigo yeah. lightning shoot it looks it looks like it's stuck in the ground it's so. stuck in the ground and you like recognize it, you're like oh it looks like the shield and then finally at the very end of the game it's the same exact picture or shot but it zooms out and it's like a bunch of kids standing around it and then uh, a shadow appears and you look up and it's, shadow of the colossus it's no longer tattoo boy it's Tattoo Man. Ooh, he's <clears> so old. He's from Tatooine. And the entire time he's been narrating the story for you, but now you know, like the the I guess the uh, scenario in which he was narrating. So he pulls the shield out of the dirt, points it towards the sky. Oh, and then you fly through the sky, and you find Trico. You don't. He, he doesn't actually fly through the sky. <clears throat> it's just like the camera. The flies. laser. The laser yeah. flies through the sky and finds the ruins again. And it goes through all. It goes through some of the mazes that you kind of went through in the game, and then it finally it goes into this dark cave, and it sits there for a second, right where you first found Trico, and you see his eyes light up, and then you see another set of eyes light up. Ooh, whose eyes were they, Josh? <gasps> we don't know. We don't know. There's no way to tell. We can only speculate. It could be. It was it a mate? Was it a baby? Was it? Was it only, literally, <laughs> or, or one of his buddies hanging Just out in the cave friend. with him. But um, we, we think it could be either the one that we saved earlier where like yeah. uh, we dropped a giant train on his head and broke the helmet off, or it could be a baby. Yeah. There was another Trico you kind of fight throughout the game, and he usually he's kicks your ass. He's a real dick. Yeah, he he's a real dick. Because he has that strong helmet on, dude. It's not so fair. It could have been a Trico of the opposite sex, and they mated. But the other set of eyes are lower than the other, so cool, it could have been, yeah. been a baby. Who knows? We don't know. But I love that, that end after credit scene because... When he points his shield in the air, the camera just starts flying up through the clouds, <clears> and it is reminiscent of uh, which when one he is takes it? you there. The scene when no, he no, takes no, you no, there. No, 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 no. Shh, 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 It is reminiscent of Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. When the eagles get them? No. <laughs> when? What are you talking about? <laughs> when Rohan doesn't want to help Gondor. And let and then the the beacons and the in the mountains are lit. Remember, mm-hmm. Gondor. And you kind of fly across. You, and you see fly all through the, the mountains. Fires. And you fly through the clouds and you see the fires. That's what it reminded me of, and I loved that scene. Not even remotely close. Uh, oh like, shush! Have you never seen a cloud scene before? Because I feel like that's in every single video game. Fly through the clouds. Yeah, it's just it's overdone, dude. It's over freaking. It's done. not overdone. <clears throat> Over freaking done. Your opinion is just you know I'm done with the podcast. You <laughs> you're you're ruining the movie that I, the just, game that I love. I, you're not a real nerd. <laughs> you're just mean and you're a bully and you just love to hit on everyone's dreams. Oh uh, okay. Well and okay. So in all reality, I enjoyed this game. Um. Yeah. So you I liked tried. It? I tried to temper my expectations of this game. And not think that this game took ten years to make the entire time that I was playing it, mm. um, but that makes it almost more interesting with that story behind it. And that being said, if I had to give this game a score today, I would give it an eight out of ten. Ooh, that's higher than I thought you would have given it. Yeah. So you liked the game? I liked the game. I thought it was very good. Um. The controls and camera really hurt the experience for me in certain certain parts. Yeah, um, because it kind of broke the like, oh, the story is so great. And it's like, what the f- do it? Um, kind of moments. Yeah, uh, but the I think the the game makes up for it. Obviously, with the interactions between you and Trico, there's actual emotion there, um, as well as like just the storyline. Let's be honest, makes pretty much no sense. Um, you know the, the the where they are makes no sense. Um, I like the story about the village that made sense, and like the birds, um, 
I guess, you know, this, you know, whatever, you know, it's a game, <laughs> you know, it's going to be weird. Um, but I just, I expected it to kind of make a bit more sense than just a giant fan brain in the sky. That's going to be controlling yeah. all these guys. <laughs> it is not, yeah, it's, it's weirder than shadow of the Colossus where you kind of, you get a sense of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I liked how there was a human element to the end of that game where like these guys came in and they were the ones who were kind of, yeah. But responsible this one for this crap, you know, and Shadow of Colossus was supernatural in some sense. Mm-hmm. This one was very just out there, yeah, <laughs> and weird. And I think really the point of it was Trico, you and Trico. I yeah. think that was the main point. They could have emphasized that more. Um, yeah, and I would have loved, like in an ideal world, I would have loved in the top of that tower to have been maybe somebody who was from that village that had been taken. The same thing happened to him, but he conquered them and decided instead of to help them to rule it. And to be like this dick who was just like controlling all these guys and just living in his weird castle. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. I but they didn't that. do that. <laughs> but anyway. I like this one more than your stupid <clears throat> idea. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> How about you? I like the game, obviously. I had less of an issue with controls <laughs> than most people probably did. Because um, I'm good at video games. I'm so good. <laughs> um, but I, I, re- I think that is because I was looking forward to this game so much and I just don't, I will, I just, I was like, it has to be really bad for me to say it's bad. Yeah. Like it would have to be just shit. It wasn't a bad game. On a stick. By any, by any Lit standard. on fire for me to be like, this game's not that great. Um, but I'm not great. I still kind of like it. It was good. No, I really liked it. I would also give it an eight out of 10. Um, Cause I, I don't know. I can't, not an eight, eight and a half, not a nine. No, I don't really give things nine or ten out of ten. I like that. I don't I like believe that, in Josh. that. I respect that. Um, unless it's super good. Well, you hear it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Last Guardian got an eight out of ten bit blogging score. I have a really fun idea. Yes, what's your, what's your idea? We time ourselves 30 seconds, try to explain the story of The Last Guardian. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think in, I have my phone on. In 30 seconds, I, I have my I phone. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we could just do it off of this right here. We could look at the timer on this. That's fine. All right, so. At four, 48.30, do you want to go? No, you go. One of us can only do it because then it's no, just going to be the same exact it. thing. Oh, my gosh. I'll right. probably Whoever goes <coughs> second will probably do a little bit better of a job of explaining. It's going to be spoilers, so get ready. I'm going to do this very well because I'm very good at explaining things. <coughs> okay, we got five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. So The Last Guardian is about a villager boy who gets abducted by these giant Trico bird dog things uh, to eventually be turned into uh, human meat paste in a barrel uh, that is being served by these giant machine brains. Um, but then, uh, essentially, uh, what happens... You're, you're making me lose my focus. Uh, Don't look at the timer. Don't look at the timer. Essentially, what happens is... Uh, oh, man, you are so bad. Trico gets electrocuted, and <laughs> then he becomes his friend, and then they escape the giant, dumb village ruins, and <laughs> they destroy it? the machine. That's it. Oh, my gosh. That was wow. dumb. That was so... You could have gotten so much more detail. Well, you distracted me. You said, look at me. <laughs> I didn't want you to look at the timer. Look at me. I'm the captain now. All right. You All right. start at... Uh, I'll yeah, start at 49.30. 40, 49.30. Okay. Uh, I just got to collect my thoughts. Yeah. I just gave you a lot of good ideas right there. Yeah. So you're welcome. I learned what not to do and not to say. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait to blow you out I'm of the water. I want to tell folks to go ahead and go to this exact minute if they want to hear the whole plot of the thing okay so you're a little boy in the ruins and you are with a bird dog and he helps you kind of go through solve puzzles and try to escape and you bond with this animal and you love him and he's annoying and he's an asshole and the control suck um <laughs> and then there's these these armored dudes who try and kidnap you and trico saves you and you have to pull spears out um That's a terrible description <laughs> and then you escape the village and there's a giant brain that because controlling everything and a bunch of other Tricos that you have to fight. And then um, uh, Baby Trico at the end. That was so good. That was that was way worse than mine. <laughs> All right, so guys, uh, when you hear that. So when you put put those two together, and maybe you might get sense you, of the game. When you guys want to review this game, uh, be sure to say who had the better description of The Last Guardian. Oh, um, man. And uh, you can definitely say me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, but really, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. I mean, this was just an off-the-cuff discussion about The Last Guardian. We've pretty much discussed as much as we probably can. Yeah. Um, I would say de- I would I would recommend people to play this game just because it is a history piece, and it is a game that's been in development for this long. Um, and if you did like Shadow of the Colossus or Ico, for sure, pick it up, play it. Um, it's it's worth it's worth the $60 to at least play through. 
um, and then you can just sell it or whatever you want to do with it. So I know this doesn't matter. What? But our headphones remind me. Of what? Who we should dedicate this podcast to. <laughs> so... Oh my gosh, you're so at, dumb. At the end of 2016, we lost we lost a lot of celebrities like Alan Rickman, David Bowie, Prince, just a lot of famous people. I thought it was people. at the end of 2016. That was just the majority of 2016 I know. people were dying. But at the end of 2016, we lost... Oh my god, I just don't know if we can do it. Can we talk about this? So our headphones are over the ear headphones, and I just... They're large in the ears. I was out of my periffs. I wasn't looking at Jake, and I just noticed that he they look like Leia buns. And behind Leia me, you'll buns. see a K2SO sitting on my shelf. Yeah. So it's Carrie Fisher worse. passed away. Her mother passed away a few days later. I think we should just dedicate the episode to Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, I know you didn't really care about... Um, nope. The Last Guardian, but this is for you. Or us. <clears throat> and, and, and for your mom. Yep, and we dedicate this to you. R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> Love you, girl. She is one with the force, and the force is with her. Oh. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that was, that was a good sign-off. Sorry, my voice is starting to get crackly. Oh, my God, you said? <coughs> don't yes. cry, don't cry. I'm fine. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our podcast. Bitcast is a bi-weekly podcast that covers most things video games and pop culture. Josh... Thank you so much for staying up late, dude. Talking about the Last Guardian with me. My wife's out of town. I can stay up as late as you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want, dude. We're gonna you want to sleep over tonight? Yeah, sweet. Uh, so thank you so much for being here, man. Um, if you want to, you can provide your handles. That can be your PSN or where where people can reach you at. Oh, uh, you know my Instagram, Zermino Josh. That my Instagram <laughs> handle. My, why are you, why are you staying like that? <laughs> and then my PlayStation username is Buttergrease with one T. <laughs> B-U-T-E-R, Grease. Grease, like food One grease. word. It is. You can see all the games I play. Why, couldn't you, why couldn't you use two Ts in that name again? Because I made the username up a long time ago playing Halo 2. You could My Halo 2 account, like on the when you made your character's name, you couldn't have it limits your characters. Limit your characters, so I could. I was like, I need to get. I wanted to butter grease normally, but I had to get rid of a duplicate letter, and the T was the only one. <laughs> the, the double T had to go, so now it's booter grease. Booter, booter grease, <laughs> booter grease. But that's all I have. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, follow follow Josh on PSN at booter grease or Zamino Josh on Instagram if you want to see all the badass po- photos he posts. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow all things BitBlogist uh, on Instagram and Twitter uh, just by B-I-T-B-L-O-G-G-I-S-T. Uh, if you want to, you can go to BitBlogist.com to find the uh, podcast there as well as any other writing content we're putting out. I think Matt Intiman said he wanted to write a piece for us pretty soon here, so look out for that one. Uh, send emails to BitBlogist.com. I'm sorry, BitBlogist at gmail.com for any inquiries or questions you might have. Um, and Remember, podcast is also on Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Leave a review on those bad boys. But until next time, this has been BitCast. Thanks for joining us to talk about some stuff. Bye.